The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for joining me today for another episode. I think this one is going to resonate with a lot of you around our priorities and our plans and how often our plans get our priorities out of whack. Before we dive in to a topic that certainly is speaking to me very significantly right now, I want to tell you what we're going to give away today. As we have done the past few weeks, I am going to give away the protein powder that I have switched to. For years and years and years, I've been telling you guys about GBX protein. I still love that. I still use it. I still have it here. But it's going to be going out of stock for a reformulation. And so, you know me, got to have a backup because not only do I enjoy putting a clean high-quality protein powder in something like Greek yogurt. I sometimes make myself protein smoothies, especially if it's a time where I'm not feeling super hungry but definitely need protein, or when things are crazy and I don't feel like taking the time to prepare myself a meal. Maybe the kids are having leftovers, something like that. And I also give it to my kids. So this is a whey protein isolate. It's 20 grams of protein in a serving. It's got five grams of carbs, one gram of sugar, really clean ingredient deck. I'll link it up in the show description along with a discount code, but I'm also going to give it away to one of you. And all you have to do to be eligible to win, we usually give things away on Saturday. Most Saturdays we do that. All you have to do is leave a review of this podcast wherever you are listening. Okay, let's get into the episode. I, like many of us, I would imagine, am always targeted by ads on social media. And even if I'm casually having a conversation, there it is in my ads. And I think sometimes it feels like I just have to think about something. And then what do you know? I'm getting an ad for it. It's kind of crazy. One of the things that I've thought a lot about lately is giving my two-year-old, Roman, more responsibility. Now, granted, he's two, so responsibility that is appropriate for a two-year-old. Things like brushing his own hair, things like putting on his own clothes. He's like two and a half, so uh, he's certainly getting to the age where I want to encourage him to do the things he can do. And wouldn't you know, I start getting these ads for, and now that I'm saying it, my phone's across the room for me, it's probably going to be 10 times more. I've been getting these ads for essentially chore charts for kids. Trust me, this is tied into our own priorities as adults. And one of the types of chore chart that I see for kids are basically these movable little headers, little strips where you write the activity, and then you can arrange it based on the day. So let's say that it's a Sunday. Maybe the first thing is new diaper, breakfast, brush teeth, brush hair, get dressed, church, right? Or if it's a Friday, 
Maybe it is breakfast, brush hair, brush teeth, get dressed, gymnastics. And it allows the child to not only see what is on the plan for that day, but also know what their next task is or their next responsibility or the next thing that they need to do before they get to do the thing that they want to do. The way that this ties in in a way that I think a lot of us can really relate to, to our own plans and our own priorities, though we might not have a magnetic or a Velcro movable chore chart, we certainly have our list of things that we have to do in a given day. Everything from eat breakfast, get dressed, go to work, reschedule the appointment, pay that bill, work out, get to bed by a reasonable time. And what happens is that tasks start to move up and up and up and up because we perceive them to be urgent. So we move them to the top. And what happens is that they push down our highest priorities. They push down the things that really should not be pushed down in our lives. This came up for me. I had a very profound moment of clarity at church the other day, which happens a lot. Sign that you're going to a good church, right? And I tend to go by myself on Thursday evenings. I go with my family on Sunday, but Thursdays I can pay more attention. I'm not checking my phone to see if somebody from the kids' room is texted that, you know, one of my kids is having a meltdown or something. And I share this with you, not because I think everybody believes in God or everybody goes to church or anybody has any kind of degree of spirituality, but I hope that you will hang with me as I share this story because whether you believe in God or you don't, the lesson is available to all of us regardless of where your current level of belief is. So this is how it came to me to share it with you. So there's this story in the Bible about all these different men going to Jesus and basically saying like, yeah, I want to follow you. I want to be part of your inner circle. I want to go and spread the good word like you're doing. I'm, I'm all about it. Count on me. And to each of them, Jesus is like, hey, cool, let's go. But every single one of them has something they need to do first. So it's like, yeah, 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 I, I want to go with you, but first I got to do this other thing. And they're not trivial little little things. They're not saying, I want to go with you, but oh, I got a haircut this afternoon. So sorry, catch you next time. It's legit stuff. It's big stuff. Like, hey, I, I'm in on this, but let me go say goodbye to my family. And in this story in the gospel, Jesus is like, hey, you're either in or you're out. And I really don't think that it's about whether or not it's okay to say goodbye to your family or whether or not it's okay to do any of these things that these guys said they had to do. I think that the point that was being driven home among many points is you're in or you're out. Jesus was saying like, I either have the top spot, God has the top spot, this mission has the top spot or it doesn't. There's no kind of. It has the top spot or it doesn't. So it got me thinking, 
do I have clarity around what gets the top spot in my life, in my agenda? And then every day, am I operating by looking at, am I pushing this out? Am I saying, oh, well, because I'm stressed today. Oh, well, because I had to work late today. Oh, well, because my kids had a soccer game. Oh, well. And then letting all these other things push down, push down, push down, push down that thing that is supposed to have the top spot. Most of us are not saying, oh, well, my health takes a back seat because I really want to watch this show. Though certainly that happens. It's happened to me before. It was years where I spent much more time watching TV than I spent time investing in my health or my fitness or my mindset or anything like that. The more insidious thing, though, is when we're saying our health has to take the back seat because of something that we think is truly important, like because of our work or because of our kids. But the truth is, we never have to put our health in the back seat because of our kids. Sure, you might not always make the 7 a.m. workout if you have a sick kid. It doesn't mean that you do what you do no matter what is going on around you. Sometimes what happens, really a lot of times what happens, is we convince ourselves that these other very important, meaningful, significant things in our life are the reason we can't have the first thing in the first spot. But the truth of the matter is, your health can still be in a top spot or the top spot. I don't know what your priorities look like, even if you're taking extra time to take care of your sick kid. Your health can still have the top spot, even if you've had a really stressful day at work. What happens a lot of times is we convince ourselves that these other things in our life, these other significant and important things in our life, start to push down the things we say are our top priorities. And we convince ourselves that it has to be that way. It's impossible to work out because of my kids' schedules. No, it's not actually. No, it's not actually. You might convince yourself of that and it might be more comfortable for you to operate within that belief, but it is not in any way impossible. You might convince yourself that your work stress or your work hours or your shift work is the reason that you can't put your health first or eat healthy, but that's not the case. It might be the story you're telling yourself to give you a pass, to make you feel better about the choices, but those things do not have to bump down your top priorities, even if you've just been letting them bump it down. Question for you. Do you know what has the top spot? That's step one. Are you living that way? That's step two. And that's probably a forever journey. That's something that I have to bring attention and awareness to, not just every day, but many, 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 many times in every day. But the first thing is, do you know what has the top spot or the top couple of spots? For me, top spot, God. It is absolutely okay if that's not your top spot. And then from there, it's my health, it's my family. A lot of people will tell you that something's in their top spot, but their decisions don't reflect that. It's not actually in the top spot. It might be their 
top intention. It might be their plan, but it's not actually their priority. Because if it's a priority, then your actions, your choices, your lifestyle, the way that you spend your time, the way that you spend your thoughts, the way that you spend your money will reflect that. Story around what this meant to me as as I was listening to this message at church. I recently started helping more, more specifically at church. And it is very, very easy for me to fall into this story that I don't have time because I have a business. I have a nonprofit. I have three little kids. I work out. I, you know, I'm doing all of these things for myself and my health and not to mention just extended family and friends and all of this. But if I say that God has the top spot, am I making decisions that way? Or am I saying, well, I mean, yeah, but I don't really have the time. Yeah, but I can't afford this particular thing or this thing that he's laid on my heart. He either has the top spot or he doesn't. And I have to go through the day being mindful of that. One of the silly things is is reading my Bible every day. And you better believe that there are a lot of days where it's like, oh, I'm just so busy or I forgot this morning and I'll do it tomorrow. And that's bumping it down. It's letting other things take the top spot. On a day like that, I'm saying, That's not actually the priority. My work is my priority. All of the other things that I was willing to do first, those are the actual priority. And so it makes it very easy for me to make the decision, to make the time, to serve in the way that I'm serving because I want to live in alignment with, hey, that's the top spot. It's not the idea of it. It's not the plan that I have. It is the actual priority. And you will see that priority reflected in the way I spend my time, in the things I say yes to, in the things I say no to, in the way that I spend my money, and on and on and on. The same thing is true with my kids. It is one thing to say that my kids come before my work. It is another thing for that to actually be the priority because if that is actually the priority, then my time will reflect that. Now, don't get it twisted. That doesn't mean that, well, then if the kids are the higher priority, then I don't spend any time working. That's not what it means at all. But one one thing that it means for me is when I'm with my kids, because I have a work schedule, even though my schedule might look different from a lot of your schedules because I work from home, When I have my time that is not work time, time that is with the kids, I'm not on my phone. I see notifications come through. I always pride myself in being very prompt and responsive. But if I take that time away from family dinner, away from playing cars with Roman, away from, you know, playing on the ground with the twins, I'm saying the work is the higher priority in this moment. And I want to be getting better and better and better and better at not letting things bump down. The things that I say are the true priority. Now, you might struggle 
I still struggle. You might struggle with, well, what does that look like for me? Like, sure, yeah, I say that these things are the priority, but I'm not quite sure how to balance the fact that I have an eight to five job with the fact that I'm saying my health is a higher priority than my work. Here's what I'll challenge you to do. Focus on the things that you can figure out. Like, for example, you don't have to start with, well, what does that look like between my kids and my health? You can, if that feels like a struggle, start with something easier. Like clearly my health is a higher priority than watching TV. So let's make sure that I'm not bumping down my health so that I can watch that show, right? If you know for sure that your kids are a higher priority than social media, you can start there by making sure that your time scrolling on Instagram or in your community page on Facebook or Facebook Marketplace or browsing Pinterest doesn't bump down quality time with your kids. Start where you can. You don't have to tackle the big stuff first. I still will probably for decades because things change and and schedules change and my kids' needs change and my work demands change. For decades, I'll probably be challenged by what does it look like to have God, health, family all above work? What does that look like today? And, and it's going to look different tomorrow than it looks Next week, when we're on ski vacation, it's always going to be different. But I think the first step is know what you say the top spot or top spots are, and then challenge yourself as you go through the day. If I was really living that way, if that actually was the priority, if that wasn't just an idea, what would that look like? What would I do? What would I not do? How would I spend my time? Where would the excuses be if I was really living that way? You know, one example I mentioned a ski vacation. We've got a ski trip coming up. We're leaving in a couple days as of when I record this. And obviously I have a job. I still need to work. But putting my family above my work will look different on vacation than it looks like on a random Wednesday when we're not on vacation. There's going to be a lot more no to work, yes to family time on vacation than when we're at home and when we're in our normal routine. Don't get stuck on some one part that's hard to figure out. Like for me, one of the easiest pieces of this to figure out and to implement and to act on is I know what time is dedicated kid time. So let's not be checking work email. Let's not be responding on social media during those blocks of time. It's much bigger. It's much more complicated. But the same thing is true with your health. You might not quite be sure how to manage the time with your workouts between your job and your kids' schedule and where does that time come from, but you know full well that you don't have to continue to say, oh, well, screw it, I don't care, I'm going to eat whatever because I'm stressed, because I'm overwhelmed, because I just don't care. You don't need to let your work stress take the top spot over fueling your body for health and energy and longevity. Start where you feel like you can. Health versus entertainment, health versus fun, lounging around versus taking care of yourself. Don't discard the whole notion 
because there's a piece of it that you're not sure how to apply. What are your top priorities? And what does it look like to act that way today? What do you need to stop doing? What do you need to stop saying to yourself? What needs to shift in your patterns? What needs to shift in how you use your time? What needs to shift in what you say yes to and in what you say no to? And if you have questions around this or you want to bounce ideas around like, hey, how do you think I could implement this with this and this? Send me a message. DM me on Instagram. You can find me there at Elizabeth Benton. I certainly am not an expert in your circumstances and I'm always trying to figure it out for myself. And like I said, every day is different, but I'd be happy to share a thought about it or point you to an existing resource here on the podcast or give you some questions that you can consider for yourself to come up with an answer. All right, I want to tell you who is the winner of the Fit 20. That is the Whey Isolate Protein Powder. I really like super clean ingredient deck, creamy, smooth, good flavor, not gross and grainy and crappy flavor, not full of sugar, not full of carbs, just a really clean protein supplement. Uh, This one is a vanilla flavor. It's called Fit 20. I'll link it up in the show description. And the winner is Pooh Bear 4819. If that is you, Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear 4819, email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Email me within 60 days of this episode airing. Let me know that you are the winner for 1174. Include your mailing address no matter where you are in the world so I can ship it to you and you can be eligible to win if you leave a review of this podcast on whatever platform you are listening and I will see you tomorrow.